0: It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock! It's the
2: fight in. It's the fight in. Clock! Episode. Uh, fuck, I can't remember. 35. That feels like a 35. Uh, season 7 of the Fighting Got Podcast. I'm Flav, and today I'm joined by. 4-4-2's James Moore! Hello, it's good to be back.
3: It is great to have you back. It's been absence. When's, when's the last it's time? Like nearly a year. Actually, I think the last time I was on was the last time we played Everton at home. It's been nearly so a year? Yeah, like a kind of Lamella-esque. I mean, in, a Lamella-esque in that I also didn't fail a drugs test and all of the kind of right-wing lunatics on Spurs Twitter to hate me. Right. Yeah. Um, what, what was the, the drugs thing? Well, no, there is no drugs in that. But you know, that's the conspiracy theory, right? Yeah, I kind, yeah. kind of, kind of know, but go on, go on, tell me what, what was well, it? That's What's this it. conspiracy? Con- the idiots on Twitter think that any time uh, a footballer is kind of injured for a prolonged period, that they must have failed a drugs test. Speaking of which, that has been uh, covered up.
2: Right. Okay. So, um, speaking of, uh, of f- cover-ups, drugs tests, and injuries, Jack Wilshere went off yeah, did. good. Good to see. Um I, I never want to wish harm on another individual but um Jack Fish Jack, Jack Fish Jack Walshier is um you know above and beyond any kind of reasonable action. Uh yeah, he, he, he apparently he hurt his ankle by blocking a shot. Yeah. I know someone who works at um I know someone who knows someone uh, who works at Arsenal or works as a uh, getting Rehabilitating injuries, okay. serious injuries for footballers, and he said that Jack Wilshire is like a ticking time bomb. It's only a matter of time before his ankle's failing.
3: Well, he's going to explode and bring down like hundreds of people with Completely it? bits everywhere. That's and they yeah bits of like kind of bone and crisp. Shrapnel, Well, crisp. Yeah. It won't be bone. It'd be like crisps. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Bits of crisps.
2: Um, hey, been? Yeah, everything in the yeah. right? yeah, yeah, four-four-two. Yeah, not
3: bad. Tells. Good thank you. Still you, selling. you about to plug. This? Still selling.
2: Oh, I'm about to plug. The '90s issue of 442, which um, is brilliant for me because I remember the '90s. You remember
3: the '90s? You do remember the I '90s. Do. I do. I'm I, kind of
2: surprised to hear that. I was lucid during the okay. '90s okay. and uh, just the,
3: the ten, the 2000s. Is it? Yeah, two,
2: yeah, 2000s. I was half of the 2000s. I was lucid. The rest I was addled with drugs. Uh, and in the '90s, uh, you know, it was just fun times. But Spurs
3: weren't great. Yeah, there's not a lot of Spurs in this issue. I have to confess. That. Yeah. In fact, yeah. we even got anyone on the cover? I don't think we do. Well, yeah, Kingsman's on the cover. Oh, yeah, okay, fine. But, uh, yeah, he would have been
2: 94 when he signed. He signed. Yeah, yeah. Do, you, where, do you remember him signing?
3: No, not really. That How old are you, of, Um, 32. What? So I, so I didn't really get into football until a little bit later. So right. I, like, I kind of remember like the second half of that season. Mm. So like, you know, my family are kind of Spurs fans, and that was when I kind of got into it around that time and then through like, the next season. You're so in, like, six you, went, you got into football late, yeah. and you went to a Polytechnic. Yeah, and, and I love that that's the one thing you remember about me.
2: <laughs> and and you end up a four four two magazine. Wow. Shows what you can do, kids, if you is. work hard. Yeah,
3: that's that
2: true. <laughs> um Yeah, I mean, when I remember when when were signed, and I could not believe it was like, it, it's, it's very rare. It, it, what what would be equivalent now? In case people don't don't know, it would be like Spurs signing Lewandowski,
3: someone like that. Yeah, kind of one of the elite strikers. I mean, I guess. How old was him when he first signed? He must have been like 30, I guess. Yeah, he's 30. So he probably would be about that sort of Lewandowski sort of... Yeah. Yeah, someone like that, which is... Cr- I mean, but it's not really like Spurs signing. It's like, I don't know, like West Ham maybe signing someone like that, I guess. Because Spurs now yes. aren't what Spurs were in 1904. Like, that's four. a good
2: that's point. Yeah, it's of, like if West Ham sound, signed Lewandowski, that's yeah. that's what, that's how big it was at the time. I remember walking down the street... Old like, hold oh my dad's time. I was 14. But yeah, I was walking down the street with my dad. And uh, just, it, I couldn't stop thinking about watching this, this player score. And obviously, he scored in his first two games for Spurs. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was incredible. Uh, so go out, get 442 magazine, the 90s issue. Um, if you're not old enough to remember the 90s, and educate yourself.
3: Exactly. exactly.
2: Absolutely. Um, we thought we'd do a little, there's a lot going on in the news at Spurs at the moment. Um, we thought we'd do a, come together and do a little podcast uh, towards the end of the week and preview the Everton game. Um, I'm going to go through some of the stories now. Uh, Daniel Levy tells Sky Sports that club will not sell key players in the summer. Who who at Spurs would you consider key players? And um, what can you do from preventing a player from leaving when they want to go? Because you can say, I'm not selling key players, but then what if they want to go? Even right. Pochettino this week said he can't prevent Kane from leaving if he wants to go.
3: Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, there's very few clubs who are ever going to be in that position where they can kind of categorically say that no player is ever going to leave. We aren't one of those clubs yet and I doubt we ever will be. Um, I think the key thing probably is that Levy is presumably quite confident with the contracts that these players are under. I think Ali and Kane are both under contract until 2022, mm-hmm. which is obviously another four years after the end of this season. Uh just off the top of my head, and not off this piece of paper that I printed out, uh, you know the players that are kind of seem most likely to potentially angle for a move at some stage, based on things that have been said over the summer and in certain books. Yep. Uh, Rose and Dyer, and they're, they're both under contract until twenty twenty one anyway. So you're still talking another three years after this summer. Yeah. It it kind of seems unlikely to me that Spurs would be kind of arm, lose an arm wrestle with a club like Manchester United. I mean, I know people will talk about players agitating for moves but even even Rose after what happened last summer I, I, you know, I think if it came down to it and he played regularly in the second half of the season and we did okay and he kind of kind of salvaged his reputation his uh, relationship with Pochettino I, I don't see that he'd kind of kick off a massive stink if I told him he had to stay
2: No I don't think so either uh, especially if they I mean but, uh, yeah, to a certain degree I mean how much can he be on I would I, hazard a guess at between 60 yeah. Sixty, 60 70,000. Yeah.
3: Which I mean you know, compared to like the left backs of the other uh, top six clubs will be like probably half, maybe. Yeah, I especially with,
2: and he's and he's obviously good friends with Walker. Yeah. He's probably on him.
3: he's probably on three times that probably. No nah, yeah. really? Yeah, you know, he'll be on like two hundred grand, won't right? he probably? Surely. Wow. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. As
2: much as I love Carl Walker, he's not a 200000 thousand pound Well, he is for Man City. I suppose everyone is at Man City. It doesn't touch
3: the size to him, does it? What, it? What, do you, what do you think
2: about Rose's uh, injury? He, he obviously has got a, re- I don't know if it's a reoccurrence, but it's another knee injury he's got. He, he tends to, when he gets injured, he tends to be out for a long time. Um, That's based on one injury, though, isn't it? No, and he also had the toe injury. Do you remember when he caught his toe in the turf? And he was out for ages for that as well. I don't remember. Do you remember? Yeah, so he, he kind of crossed it, but he caught his toe in the turf. He was out, he's out for a while. This is before he he was Danny Rose, oh, as okay. we know him today. Okay. Um, do, yeah, I mean, with this of, what, is your is your understanding is that, or your feeling is that Rose isn't sort of hankering after a move?
3: I, I, I'd be amazed if it was quite as bad as was being made out. Mm. I mean, I, I can... I'm sure it was a problem, but I, I don't think it was kind of... I don't think it was probably as big a drama among the other players as was being made out in the media at the time. I mean apart from anything else they all they all know the situation with the money at the club. They all know they're getting paid mm. less than the equivalent players at teams who didn't perform as well as we did last season. That's not going to have been a surprise to them to have found that out. They would have known that for ages it's yeah. not, It's not new information um it, the, the fact that he's come back into the team, the fact that he's played in some big games, obviously he came on in the Bernabeu and he was kind of playing a bit more regularly until this more recent injury. It's quite a shame, isn't it? a shame I, that he's got injured again. Because he is a very, very good footballer. If you were cynical, and you and I are not cynical men as we know, <laughs> if you were cynical you would say it is a bit funny that be, he's injured in the, in the transfer window. Oh. If you were cynical.
2: Yeah, I, that it hadn't even crossed
3: my mind. I'm not saying it across my mind either, but I'm just saying if you were cynical, then yeah,
2: right, you know, yeah, yeah. What, you mean like kind of the the Twitter rights? Yeah. right wing Twitterites?
3: Yeah, like those. No, no, no. Sorry, no, not like that. No, no, not like them. All right, oh it's not. He hasn't come to of... He doesn't want to move. Just all right. Okay, let's move on.
2: <laughs> Deli Ali says, "I'll start to worry when rival fans start to like me." So, what we we've. He's the type of player that you would absolutely loathe if he didn't play for Spurs. That's a fair statement. Yeah, yeah, because of he course. he gets under the, the skin. He's a pantspan so, villain, isn't he? Yeah, and and he's kind of embracing that as a as a young kind of twenty-one-year-old who has armor, thick, you know, uh, the resilience to any kind of criticism he gets at that age. Um, d- does it bother you at all, though? Because he he he's the kind of player that I would have loathed when, when growing up and seeing these players play for uh, you know, Chelsea, Arsenal, all their players I absolutely loathed and yeah. now Spurs are one of those clubs. Does it just come with success and, and is Dele, Ali right to play in a way that upsets other
3: fans, do you think? There's definitely, there's definitely a, a part of it is that you know when <clears throat> in the 90s, for example, our best players were good players in a shit team. So they weren't as terrifying to fans of other clubs and we all know from having been to games or watched games on TV that when you're playing against a much better team, their best players every time they're on the ball you're absolutely terrified you're yeah. gonna do whatever it takes to trying to you know try and get in their head or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, so your are and your Beckhams or whatever in the nineties you would have been given dogs abuse because more than anything else, because you're terrified of what they might do to your yeah. team and it would have been the same with, you know, the best players at Arsenal and Chelsea later on. Maybe there are other reasons for those as well. Uh, you, but with with Alley I, I the, the funny thing is that in, there's these two kind of conflicting images being portrayed. One of the kind of diver and one of the thug now that you know supposedly making all these terrible challenges. Yeah. Most of which actually, I don't think have been quite as bad. The the, recent, the one against um, Gent in the Europa League last season was obviously terrible. Yeah. Like a, a genuine like horrendous. No idea of. how that guy didn't get really badly injured and he was banned for what was it four games? Yeah. Which is fair enough. Is that what happened? I think, I think it was four game ban. It was the, it was the next. No, it must have been free then. Yeah, it was, it was free, half, yeah. 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 Uh, but, you know, the one against City was bad. The one against De Bruyne was bad. But I don't think it was quite as bad as it had been made out. It was you know, poorly timed, kind of over-enthusiastic. And I think actually De Bruyne came out afterwards and said, this yeah. kind of thing happens. Yeah,
2: it does, it, those things do happen, especially in midfield. And with players as good and skillful as they are now, then
3: yeah. you're going to end up...
2: You know, you're gonna make and he's
3: it. been on the other side of loads of those as well, which is going to be my other point. Is that particularly... In the first like year, he was in the team, and we all remember that uh, the West Brom game towards the end of that season, where he thumped um, Jakob in there, right. kind of stomach, well, he thumped him, he kind of slapped him on the stomach. Really, mm. you know, he had been kicked, you know, from pillar to post by Jakob for the rest of that, for the first kind of hour of that game before that happened.
2: Yeah, but that kind of stuff happens in football, doesn't it? Like uh, there was, um, I think it's Ian Wright actually. Weird, I did a podcast where I interviewed Ian Wright. Uh, and he was talking about what would happen in 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 the penalty box when corners would come over, and there'd be defenders grabbing skin and twisting them, yeah. twisting the skin so that you get that kind of yeah. that that pain to, to throw you off so you can't react. And if that sort of stuff, I'm not saying that happened to. to I, I
3: bet I bet that has happened to, him, and I bet that does still happen all the time. Yeah, it'd be amazing if it didn't.
2: Yeah, of well, why wouldn't it? Referees well, well, yeah, never see that. No, no, exactly, and it just it throws them off and and. and and whatnot, but does it bother you that Delielli is that kind of player? Do you have any issue with it at all? Or is it a kind of one thing which shouldn't be happening at my club? He should be respectful and 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 um, graceful when playing for Spurs.
3: I don't really believe in kind of holding our club up but up above kind of others because yeah. you know you kind of it kind of seems unnecessary, really. Uh, but. Does it bother me that fans of other teams dislike no. him? or Does it
2: bother you that Daly behaves in a way that means that other people think he's a scumbag
3: at all or anything? I'm not really worried about the, the other people's perception at all. Whether or not it's going to be a problem if he gets a reputation with referees as being a diver and or mm. someone who flies into terrible challenges all the time.
2: But alright, does it bother you that he's bringing the club perhaps into disrepute, uh, disrepute at a time?
3: Uh. I don't. I, I don't think he has done it yet. If he did, then maybe. But I don't think he really has well, done he was it. Well, surely yet. punching another opponent. That wasn't that bad, though, was it? Really, he only kind of slapped him a little bit. It wasn't like he actually thumped him in the <laughs> I'm face. I'm playing
2: devil's advocate. I don't care. I don't care. But I know you don't care. I, I you know, I like. And he could have punched him in the face,
3: and you wouldn't care.
2: Not yeah. Like like you see, like the the, the Chelsea game, minute, and uh, when when we lost our heads and we were flying into charge. Tra- I mean, we should have gone bit down to eight. Point. Yeah. It was a horrendous lack of. Um, just an ability to keep calm, and you know it was almost like children at times. Yeah, and the irony but, obviously was that he was suspended from that Yakob right. thing and didn't play in that game. But I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And 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 but if it was on the other foot, I would I would hate that Spurs team for for doing that to my Love if I supported Chelsea at that time. So it's just one of those things, I guess. But um, do you, what are you concerned at all about Delhi Ali's form this season? Or you've been pressing? What are your feelings? Yeah, him? I
3: mean, I don't think his form has been anywhere near as good as the last season or the season before. Um, but I think actually, we look at the numbers of goals and assists, they kind of more or less, yeah. up to this point in the season, kind of tallied those other two seasons, maybe even been slightly better. It was around this time last year that you started scoring. He scored, what, was so it you scored f- like Southampton and Boxing Day. And three braces in a row. Yeah, yeah, what was it like? Watford and Southampton Chelsea. and another one. Uh, Watford and Chelsea and another one, yeah. Mm. I's uh, uh
2: yeah I I I worry sometimes that he, he slows up play somewhat but it, the team seems time where and and the same way that Dembélé doesn't and I love Dembélé but he gets the ball and it, 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 his game isn't pace is it it's, yeah. it's it's sort of dexterity and trickery and and uh, kind of in,
3: uh, vision I yeah. guess that's kind of in the thing that has stood out in some of those games this season including West Ham last week where we've had a load of the ball playing against the, like a packed defence not move the ball around as quickly as maybe we did last season. I'm I'm not really sure why that is. I, I guess you could say the difference was we don't quite have the same width for a pace at full back so out wide. Right, yeah. Uh, so things just become like a little bit more congested in the middle and we that like a little bit easier to defend against. Mm. And, and you know the ball kind of goes between Ericsson and Ali and like I us say Dembele
2: it seems to take touches, yeah, do not it? Yeah, there's
3: a lot of touches and it kind of feels like it's all kind of quite so kind of quite purposeful and deliberate whereas you know Maybe last season they would have kind of knocked it out wide, and Walker would have just hit a crap cross into the box that then would have like hit a defender and fallen to someone on near to the yeah. box, and they would have just smashed it in the bottom corner or whatever.
2: Uh, a lot of contract talk. Kane, uh, Adewale, and Delielli have been apparently about to be offered new contracts. Yeah. Um, the contracts that we were offering would put them among the the top earners in the Premier League, which would kind of smash the idea that Spurs don't pay properly which might encourage people like Danny Danny Rose to stick around and wait for a new contract rather than seeking football elsewhere and more money elsewhere. Um,
3: I I kind of feel this is, is, so the last two or three seasons we've done this thing where, and it's kind of become a meme on Twitter and whatever, that we've given six or seven players new contracts within a very short period of time. Yeah. And it kind of sounds at the moment like that might be what's about to happen again. I don't really understand why they didn't do that at the start of the season when There'd been all the stuff with Rose, and there was obviously a little bit of kind of unrest about that. But and, think- and then you kind of—I don't know—maybe you feel like you're sending the wrong message if you do that at that moment. But you've moved into a 90,000-seat stadium, albeit temporarily. You know, these players know now they're playing in front of 60, 70,000 people every week, most weeks. Hmm. They're playing. You know, the point of moving into this new stadium next season is to allow us to compete financially with these other clubs. Yeah. To a point. So you know these players know that they're at the same level in terms of ability or better than those equivalent players. They know they're now playing for a club who playing a ground or you are playing in front of crowds the same size. Yeah. It kind of seems to me like they might not have. To, you know, I'm not suggesting they should have put everyone on two hundred grand a week like the players that Man City will be on. But it felt like they could have kind of had another. Yeah. Kind of Slight. Yeah. Up. No,
2: I think Spurs are in a difficult position at the moment because they they're, they're paying rent. To the FA, which is significant. I don't think we're making any money from gate receipts uh, at all. If the rent is true, which is like um, was it two million a gate? No, two million. I can't remember. I don't know what the figures are, but it would be expensive. Um, But at the same time, you've got a team that's you know performing well above what they're being paid to do. You know, look, our, our wage bill is comparable to Everton's. Yeah, exactly. The rest of the teams are earning shitloads of money. Um and our players can look at that and they're not gonna really be concerned. they they're you know, Harry Kane's prerogative isn't to worry about how much money Spurs spend. You know, we're building a massive stadium that's costing a fortune. Harry Kane's thinking, Well, look, I'm 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 not I'm just projecting it I don't know what he's thinking but or Dele Alley or, or Rose is thinking, I I deserve as much money as Kane deserves yeah. the money that Aguero uh, Lacazette and, and all these other players are on because he's the best striker in the league if not Europe at the moment. So you can understand where, where it comes from. I just think um, Spurs are in a difficult time and Daniel Levy's in a difficult time because he has to placate these players but realise that the revenue isn't really yeah. going up at, at, at Spurs until we get the new stadium which is going to, if we continue to pre we'll essentially subsidise the increased you know wages. But only own... Um, be a matter of time where we have to pay what Arsenal are paying their players in order to to to, to coexist in that top four
3: yeah well I mean it'll be within the time period that we were talking about earlier on when all these players contracts run out which are well it's still four or five years down the line in some cases but that'll be at the point where they kind of have to what is this you've got here this is my, my crib sheet. This is my research that I did. Go on. Is, is this the right time to, to talk about it? What? The con- when all the contracts expire? Yeah. I think it feels like the right do, time. Okay, well, what, do you want me to go for all of them? Uh, I, I, yeah, I'll be curious about what... what, what okay, who's... so this season is just Michel Vaughan, who I suspect may go... Oh, really? Well, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't really seem much incentive <laughs> for him to stay,
2: really, does it? Or, or he's been pretty much pony since uh, he, he came to him. Although, the nice, one of the nicest footballers I've ever met. I've met a few. Michel Vaughan was among the nicest people I've ever met
3: who's the worst this is the question you always ask me who's the worst you've
2: met um, the Tongan. really yeah I don't know if he was in a bad mood or whatever but I didn't really enjoy spending time with him <laughs> what did you do I've met him twice one I was I was pulled off my nut in a club uh, so that probably he might have remembered that. Uh, the other time he just it might not be him he just I, he, I can know what it's like it was at an event it was like a call of duty or something and we uh, sat, okay so
3: this you were like the 10th person who had spoken to him uh, yeah so it's
2: probably game. it probably wasn't his fault um but i'm um, actually no no no, no, no i, I want to raise that it wasn't Vatong, it was ray clements really ray clements was not just the worst but one of the worst human beings i've ever met <laughs> 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 he was horrible but you know again it was just very dismissive very like and i don't expect anything from these people it's just who's the worst person you've ever met uh, I've, I've
3: told you before, it's Terry Venables, and I've, I've dealt with him three times, and every time it's been has been something that's been really bad.
2: Yeah, I I I met him as well at the same time as meeting Ray Ray Clemens, Terry Venables, a uh, Nivea yeah. England versus some sort of Sunday League. It was horrendous. Better times in my life. Um, what Do you remember? Do you remember in the in the night? No, sorry, in the two thousands there was I T K. it yeah. was prevalent on message boards. And there was still some on Twitter and now, but it seems to have died, died a death somewhat. There's still, you know, ITK lived on message boards, didn't it?
3: Yeah, it was kind of a thing you had to go and find, and now, if it exists, it kind of...
2: And the Spurs community, which is... Do you remember that uh, the forum, Spurs community? Yeah. still there.
3: I think that might be one of the, the forums I got banned from in my I got youth. banned? Do
2: you, know what, do you know what I got banned from? I might have talked about this on a po- podcast before. I, can't, I probably said something very horrible, because I, I, was, I was a part of THFC Latest 2, which was like the wild west of football. Internet firm. Exactly, yeah. And it was just, you know, it was funny, and uh, we thought we were very clever. And, now, you know, we were, a lot of us. But um, it was very, it was, uh, that towed the line of decency at times. Um, and, yeah, I said, I'm not sure I should say this. I bet, no, actually, no, I'm going to leave it. I just had an altercation with people, uh, someone who run the Spurs community. <clears> I'm sure they won't even remember it, but uh yeah oh no, i'll leave it there just in case <laughs> they listen to the pod and it's just silly and i'm much more grown up now i'm at least 12 years old older uh um i forgot what I was fucking itk was yeah great, yeah but they had a great itk section where you'd you'd look it and there'd be a guy who would post things in yeah it was that
3: goat and he posts like in code like yeah. colors and stuff yeah, and yeah. Kind i, of I, be n- I never team. quite understood why i no, no, mean either but what i always used to look at that for like one month for people like that in don't, January and then yeah for yeah. people that
2: don't remember it or don't know there was a guy who uh, claimed and he never really knew whether he knew anything claimed to have inside knowledge at uh, at Spurs and but would would have would post clues about or, or about about a player signing but do it
3: in a way that was you didn't have a fucking clue what he was saying essentially so he he kind of lists like. Because there was some, like, Canary was supposed to be, like, a Brazilian player. Right. I think because it was, like, yellow in the yellow kit. Yeah. But it could be anything. That, yeah, exactly. But that was when we were always linked with, um, mm. <clears throat> what was his name? Uh, Damiao, the striker that we were linked with for about four That's years. That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was a, the kind of clue that it was supposed to be him. Is ITK still a part of your life? <clears throat> not, no, it's not It's not a big part of my life. I'm a recovering also, ITK addict.
1: Yeah. There was a
3: guy as well who, his thing was that he was supposedly, like, up a tree outside... Outside Spurs Lodges it would have been at the time, I think. Right. He was like, he'd like be sat there for the whole summer, like up a tree, waiting for well, that, that was may his kind of online like, persona, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I doubt he was
2: actually. Uh, who, do you remember the names of any of them? I there was it.
3: definitely one of them called Goat. I the think Goat, it was goat, the was goat one,
2: yeah. Goat was one of them. Oh, I forget it. it. doesn't matter. Uh, but uh, I remember, uh, yeah, I remember, like, when. In the same way that. Cl- it was the same method of, you know, club call on, on Teletext. Yeah. Where. You know they say star striker. Tuesday win
3: was something really vague.
2: Yeah, very vague. It's, it was clickbait, but for the two thousand oh the nineteen nineties, where you'd uh, you'd ring up club call to find out who your club had been linked with, and realise that for for one pound ninety five a minute, that you're linked with no one. It's exactly you know the same feeling when you click through on a link yeah. and you see, it, uh, Spurs. What was it? Uh, Spurs. I, I saw one on news now today. Spurs. uh hundred. No, no. Spurs a transfer move makes complete sense. Be excited. Something like that. And I clicked on it and it was about Enkadu's move to Burnley. <laughs>
3: I'm like, what this is ridiculous. The thing that got me hooked to ITK was that in August two thousand and six, on the last day of a transfer window, someone posted on the six oh six message board yep. that we were gonna sign Raziak. And that hadn't been like reported anywhere else. That had come completely out of nowhere on the last day. No one had mm. mentioned that at all. And then he did sign like later that day. Well, so like someone actually knew something. <laughs> mm. But clearly the kind of decade that followed proved that that was about it.
2: Yeah. I I I knew that uh Watershire was gonna sign for Bournemouth because where I work at Bull Street, he's someone who managed it was his uh it wasn't his football manager, it was like a talent manager, so he took okay. opportunities outside of yeah. out of football. And he said that he he was just he just dropped him off at a hotel in London so that Eddie Howe could meet him. And you, that so that so I could have then set up an account and said, "I'm a football knowledge because I can prove it with this Wiltshire News," um, and then just live off that for the rest of my life. Essentially, and I'm not sure off- it's
3: like financially sustainable. That.
2: Well, when I say live off it, I it yeah. mean by goodwill from the internet oh, yeah, or yeah. bad will, whatever that might be. Um, uh, d- d- does en- does Enkidu transfer to well, loan transfer to Burnley expose some sort of flaw in, in the Tottenham model? Do you think? Um, of signing players, you know, you, we, we spent sixty million pounds on Lorente uh, and G, Janssen, and Cadu uh, and that's not even Adam Sissoko in that situation. We've we got a problem
3: with our scouting do you think? I mean it clearly we haven't been picking up you know, we had Dyer for five million, Ali for five million Alderald for what was that, twelve, and Wanyama mm. for twelve as well last summer. So you know they, we are still kind of occasionally picking up the odds. 50, it seems like fifty percent, but I don't think that's necessarily bad, is it? If you if you're picking up about that rate, that's probably about right. I for most clubs, yeah, yeah,
2: you I think, think that, so? I think so.
3: Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're with that one to compare to Manchester City again, they can they know they're going to be able to sign whoever they want within, re, you know, other than maybe Messi. Yeah. Because they can just they can pay whatever they want, and anyone's going to want to play for them because they know they're going to get ridiculous money they know they're going to be competing for all the major honors
2: and spending the money they. Spending the money that they do, they
3: have to get it right, more or less. And 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 the fact that they can spend fifty-three million on Carl Walker, but it's much less of a risk though. When you're spending that much money on a player, you know it's one of the best players in the world in that in a position. Definitively, they probably wouldn't have signed someone like Sanchez, Davinson Sanchez, sorry, who we signed before. What was it forty-five million? Yeah, or forty million. Yeah, because they know they could, If they want to sign a new centre back, they can spend sixty million and get. You know, round or so whoever they want yeah they didn't have to take a risk on a young player yeah, they're, they're buying if, quality. if he does well with us then they can come to us in three years time and offer us whatever it'll be by then 100 million or whatever and say we'll take him so more or less you trust Tottenham when they're buying players well i <laughs> I, I don't think it's quite as bad as probably as being made in that like, being made out in that i mean for, what was that 60 million pounds for how many players was that uh, four players but then you could say what? So well, Sanchez, then, well right, if you had
2: yes, uh, Sissoko, it's ninety million for five.
3: Okay. Well, then if you have, so you had Sanchez at forty. Yep. Wanyama well, 12. twelve. Am I allowed to go back as far as Alderweireld for twelve? Yeah, and Ericsson. Ericsson, that was about twelve, wasn't it? Yeah. See, so, I mean, you know, I if you're going a back to the scouting set up, then. Yeah. But well, so when did um, what's his name, Mitchell leave? Is it after the? It was like it was September two thousand sixteen, wasn't it? It was after the summer.
2: Yeah. So yeah, that did not work out at all, did it, Mitchell?
3: No. Well, um, presumably on, on some level it didn't. I mean, uh, he's not gone anywhere. He's not gone to another club. I don't think it. I no. Think. Was no. he on gardening leave maybe for a while?
2: Uh, maybe he still is. Maybe his contract runs out. I don't know. When, I don't know when it is. I haven't thought about him since that that sort of happened. Well, why would you? Well, but I, not
3: the kind of figure you think about, really. Yet. Yeah. yeah can, can you can imagine if I spent my on? nights thinking about what was he name? Paul Mitchell. Paul Mitchell. But I bet like ten years ago you would have done because that would have been the kind of thing that gets mentioned on. ITK message boards and stuff that these scouts and stuff Paul Mitchell and, and his black box
2: yeah exactly um, Everton
3: yes Everton. on the weekend Everton
2: um, they do, do you believe in the Allardyce revolution he's turned from being what I certainty for relegation they were a shambles under what um, was Kuman, that Kuman. Kuman, uh, but also uh, he didn't he didn't turn it around at all, but Allardyce has come in and, and stayed of his ship and mid table now comfortably. Doesn't look like they're going down. I don't think Allardyce would ever take him out no. of the team down in, no. in any case. Um, I, I, how are you, how you feeling about
3: them? Uh, well, they have lost their last three games. One of them was uh, home to Manchester United, and another was uh, away to Liverpool last week in the cup. Yeah. But clearly, their kind of honeymoon period, for want of a better phrase, has ended. Mm. Uh I'd be amazed, we know it's Sam Adelaide's team, I'd be amazed if they didn't come and having seen what West Ham did the other week and what Swansea and to an extent Burnley did earlier in the season, you know, sit as many players as they can behind do you a full trampoline. It's quite all the quality in their squad. They do have quality. <clears throat> they do have some quality but if you watched the Liverpool game last week they basically played I'm not digging you up for having not watched it because I know you didn't. No, I, didn't, I, didn't it
2: out. I, I literally could not think of but anything I've, worse than watching... I was pretending watching,
3: you had watched it and we were... No, talking. but let me
2: can I make this point. Okay. I can't think of anything worse than watching two Scouts teams play football in f- surrounded by 40,000 Scouts. on a
3: Friday night as well, was there not? better things to do on a Friday night. Yeah, than yeah. And anything really.
2: I'd, I'd rather be Paul... Pull razor blades out of my cock, then watch Everton. Versus Having Liverpool. inserted them
3: in first and then at the them. beginning of the game to yeah.
2: distract me, the fact that it's on. Leave I'm them in there. Leave them in for the duration. Of yeah, the game. when Van Dijk scored, I just pulled them both out really quickly. Okay. Right. So go on, sorry, Karen. <laughs> uh,
3: they basically they played relatively defensively and on the counter attack in that game, and in, actually more so in the game when they went to Anfield in the league in December, where they drew one one. Um, so you expect barely them? got out of their own half. They were ridiculously defensive. It was almost, as defensive it was as West Ham? Probably against Liverpool in the league, probably more defensive than that. It was mental how they played. Wow. For the whole first half, they were just like lumping the ball up to the halfway line. They barely had They must have had like, probably similar to West Ham, like 25, 30% possession.
2: Wow. But
3: they, they could have completed so few passes. They just kept like hacking it up to the halfway line. It was terrible. Can you see Aladdice making a cheeky bid for Andy Carroll? Uh, no, but they've signed this uh, Turkish striker, I don't, uh, and this pronunciation could be completely wrong. Senk tu- Tootson, Senk tu- Tootson, Tootson, Tootson. Do you I, know is, is that... I never heard of him. It, it, what, is he a big? I lump? know. I is he he, a lump? He's six foot. I've, that is six a key f- thing that I've looked up because it's an analyzed striker. Six yeah. foot, which isn't no. big, but it's not massive. They were, they were quite. The,
2: the Everton fans are quite unhappy at the fact that Sandro isn't getting a proper uh, chance. Apparently, yeah, he, he, was he was really highly rated in Spain.
3: Yeah, he's, he's kind of played a little bit at the start of the season and hardly since. Is there an issue? With- and there's Davy Klaassen, the guy, like the Dutch kind of playmaker, they signed to Ajax as well. He was about twenty-five million pounds. Has he? Is he not playing? He much? played quite a bit at the start of the season. Wasn't playing so well and has lost his place and has, you know barely played in the league. I don't think in the last two months. Wow, I, I don't I, think he's been injured. I'm pretty sure he's been fit. It's not all this smack of what happened to Spurs. After yeah, the it's about. not. It's really it's stupidly similar, and it's kind of the way this has kind of gone as well. It, we had a kind of up when we took over. Yeah, we had like a kind of resurgence. Yeah, and then it all, and then it kind of petered out a little bit, and we picked
2: up a little it's bit. It's weird right that, how how similar Sandro and Soldado are. Ericsson at the time. Probably comparable to class, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the it, Sigurdsson and Sigurdsson, <laughs>
3: that's, not, <laughs> yeah. that's not right because it was a different time, but you know,
2: yeah, more or less, you get it. It's it nice. Um, so, I mean, we have struggled somewhat. There's been four or five games this season where people, play the teams, have set up ultra defensive, um, and, and broke away and managed to nick a goal here and there. West Ham, for example, first yeah. shot on target. Uh, Burnley nicks a goal at the end after being quite defensive. Southampton, bizarrely, that game. I don't know if it was about Laurie's having an absolute brain fart or the fact that at times we were very open. Um, and teams, that pitch, the size of it, it's almost perfect for teams that want to sit and counter yeah. um, because of the amount of space they got to play in. But um, is, it, is that what you were anticipating for Everton, another I'd, one of these games?
3: I'd be surprised if they played any differently to that. I don't know if this new striker's going to play. Um, but the way they lined up <clears throat> in that cup game was with Schneider and McCarthy in midfield and Rooney as well. Mm. Pretty defensive. I mean, that back four isn't really amazing. It's not, I mean, I, I, I'm just going to show off because I have this printed out. I you know, did the research. Martina, Holgate, Jagielka, John Kenny. I mean, we should be, you know, it should it should be able it. to unpick that. But you, you think, think that about West Ham,
2: to... you think that about Burnley, you think that about you know, a number of teams, that yeah, comes. Swansea as well. Swansea, yeah. yeah.
3: It's just very difficult to sometimes I, you know, I What I would expect to happen is they'll be well organised and it'll be one of those ones where we really have to work for it and if we're going to win the game, we'll either win 1-0 and score in the last 25 minutes or we'll score in the first 20 minutes and we'll win. comfortably. Any predictions? I yeah, I reckon we might score early and win yeah, 3-1 4-0. maybe. 4-0. 4-0, I think. OK. <laughs> uh, questions? Um
2: I can't go for all of these because I'm running press of time and I have to catch a train because we'll go to a funeral tomorrow. But uh, what's uh, what's the worst thing you've used as a backup to toilet paper?
3: I thought long and hard about this because I saw this on Twitter. Uh, I think this is kind of quite a boring answer, but it is socks. Socks? Socks. I mean, it's almost like the perfect material. But when you think about it, you've got different kinds of socks. So if you're talking about like a kind of I don't know what you call that like a dress sock like a kind of quite formal sock yeah yeah like that's a probably a little bit too yeah that's probably a little bit too glossy if you've got a sports sock yeah. it's quite coarse yeah. on you know too your much your yeah. but also I feel like that might be more There's suitable for kind of collecting, collecting the waste <laughs> <laughs> shit yeah so it's an interesting dilemma <laughs> I'm going to used... spend the rest of the day thinking about it the, the inner, inner cardboard
2: hours. roll I've had that happen uh, a cardboard on the
3: in hang on what
2: you know, the the, the roll, oh, like the, the cardboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, there's no toilet paper. I've, I've, what have I got? I'll, I'll tear the, the the inner cardboard roll in half. Yeah, and uh, and use you're that. It's not, not great. It it's as too a scoop. Yeah, not a scoop. Not a scoop. No, okay. just just again. Doesn't
3: seem like that's going to be particularly absorbent.
2: Uh, I mean, it's all I
3: had. It was either that um or, yeah, like my clothes, which you know. Someone on Twitter replied to this, and I, I've not saved it, so I, I, I you're gonna look. Basically, someone said his no. mate wiped his ass on his hand.
0: Yeah,
2: to I saw get that. A train uh, home. Uh, like uh, guys go ket and ten, I think, or something like that. Uh, yeah, he said that he's he, he's geezer on a train, wasn't it?
3: I don't know if it, that, that was on the train or he, wiped, or he then got on a train.
2: He wiped his own ar ass with his his bare hand. Uh, everyone knows a wrongin in their life, but that geezer needs to be alone forever. That I mean, that's that's not on, is it?
3: It just seems. What, well, your hands what's, the, what's the benefit of doing that? What's, I don't yeah, really exactly. see see, like so you're only you kind of creating one problem by yeah. you know, you're, you're moving poo another. from
2: your arsehole, to where it's supposed to be to your hand, where the, it's the last place on earth you want it. Apart from, your, <laughs> it's not the last place. But, I mean it's, well, yeah, it's, in your mouth would be worse. Well, yeah. Yeah. Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> um, okay, uh, last question. Uh, so Matthew Smith, he says he, he has a wedding on the cup final day. And he can't get out of it, and he's dreading the thought of Spurs being there at Wembley. Is there ever been a time, James, where you've
3: you've wanted Spurs to lose? No, that is that is criminal, that, by the way. That's not, that's a rubbish, it's not like his wedding, is it, from what I gather? Doesn't seem like, it might be that's, a best mate or something. That's, so? That's rubbish. What? That's a really rubbish reason to want Spurs to lose, to not get to the, he's not won the FA Cup be, for 27 years.
2: I don't think he wants Spurs to lose, he just doesn't want to miss the occasion. Um, and then he followed it up. He's with every, every, He is selfish. Yeah. Ma- Matthew uh, Smith, you're a selfish, selfish. He's a selfish, selfish man. man, because ultimately, deep down somewhere, you're thinking, hopefully Spurs lose this season, and then we'll go again next season, and then you can enjoy it. But what you've got to remember is Spurs is more than you, Matthew. Yeah. Spurs is me. Spurs is James. Spurs is all the other thousands, thousand, millions of of people around the world. That's what Spurs is. And just because you've got to go to some shitty wedding, to some bloke that you clearly don't like that much, um, you know, don't take it out on the rest of us.
3: Hey, hang on, isn't it the Roy- said, isn't the royal wedding on the Daily Cup final? Is his mate uh, Prince Harry?
2: You're what? Wa- no, I think what's happening here is the family have arranged to watch the royal wedding on the FA Cup on the, or on telly, and he's like, I can't get out of that. Uh, yeah, can't get out of that. Um, I, I have wanted Spurs to lose once in a game. Go on. Uh, it was Spurs versus Manchester United.
3: Ah, uh, okay
2: you know what I'm talking about uh, yeah, so yeah. Arsenal I were going for the league bit. and they needed Tottenham to beat Man United and for them to win they won and Spurs lost uh, 2-1 Beckham scored a, a screamer. I think uh, Les, Ferdin- Les Ferdinand put us 1-0 up oh sorry last game
3: of the season sorry it was yeah. the
2: last very last game of the okay. season I've never yeah, I've no, never right. I watched I it and wanted us to lose, and, us so. to lose. And, and and it goes back to the argument about whether you loved Tottenham more than Arsenal but it meant nothing it was the last game of the season yeah. it, once okay. again we'd finished mediocre you know top 10 whatever it was and,
3: um, and didn't George Graham say he was going to have uh, Jose Dominguez as a subkeeper or something something like
2: that I don't remember that but he, I, he had he top didn't. banner we had Ian Walker as first choice
3: keeper so it didn't
2: make <laughs> a difference but I, re- I remember <coughs> when Les Ferdinand uh, he scored a very I think the shot was yeah, against him yeah he kind him. of flicked
3: it over yeah it yeah.
2: looped in and uh, we went 1-0 up and I think it's the only time in my entire life I've watched the Spurs goal and not reacted and just thought yeah. fuck Arsenal going to win the league here and then obviously normal service resumed, and uh, Man United went on to win. And do you remember that? Yeah,
3: I do. The Would game take I thought that, you the you game I, that? I, I did, yeah, I did want us to lose that game. Mm. The game I thought you were talking about was in like 2003, maybe at White Hart Lane. Yeah, uh, it was near the end of the season, and it was a similar thing. We were playing United, Arsenal were going for the title, uh, and we lost 2-0, And loads of people were kind of celebrating the United goals, and I was like 17 or 18 at the time. and I remember having to argument with this bloke who basically celebrated when they scored. Because we could have gone into Europe if we'd won our last few games. But Arsenal would have won the league. Yeah, but we would have got. Imagine how good it would have been. That would have been like getting into the UEFA Cup when that was that was good. But then we lost. to... If Arsenal won the league. Like that would yeah, but that would be would've Been in the UEFA Cup. Are you
2: around Arsenal fans?
3: You yeah, all, all the around? time. Yeah, yeah, yeah imagine them
2: coming in and say cheers, thanks for giving us the league.
3: They wouldn't have won it anyway. They
2: wouldn't have won it. All anyway. right. Well, I mean.
3: But we never true, know, man. it was also 15 years
2: ago, <laughs> so wasn't it doesn't matter. Uh, James, thank you so much for coming thank down. You for uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, um, and don't make it so long this time, yeah, yeah because definitely. the offer is always open. It is that is that is literally that is true. true. The problem we've had is that we've got a, a, a number of people, um, that, uh, that come on the podcast have done, uh, you know, fitting, and um, and often we go, shit Spooky's ill or Ricky's ill, is anyone around? But what we've done this time is. Tell us the dates when you're available.
3: Yeah. It's it makes so much better, isn't it? It's
2: less dehumanising. <laughs> it's just like, shit, like, what are we can do? I'll, I'll ask them people. Yeah, it's not like that ever. Um, all right, that's it. hope you enjoyed the, the Fighting Cock podcast. Uh, we've got lots of news about live shows, Juve away. Uh, we're going to be doing something for sure in Waterloo. It won't be the vaults we found somewhere else. Um, we've got the actual date for Paul Robinson live Fighting Cock and Paul Robinson. What? It's going to happen there. I can't wait there. He's he's a lovely, lovely man, Paul Robinson. We're going to do a live show. And uh, there's lots of other news. Fanzine is coming. And uh, Spurs uh, are going to win the FA Cup? Yeah, right.
3: Yeah, I think. Lovely.